0: Hey everyone. welcome to the Prince of Peace podcast, where our aim is to help you live and love like Jesus. I'm Lauren Vlad, one of the pastors of Prince of Peace. We're glad that you're here and we hope you enjoy.
1: Hi there, it's Pastor Jonathan and Pastor Lauren once again and we're here for another pastor chat. And if we ever keep doing this on a long-term basis, we're going to have to come up with a much better title for than this Pastor podcast. Chat. Yes, because yeah. yes, that's really cheesy. But hey, it is what we're doing. And we're back because we're in another series. And it's our series for our Lenten journey. And uh, what are we talking about this Lent?
0: Well, we are in the season of Lent. And we uh, are talking about how we make choices in life. So, our, our Lenten focus, our theme for this season is titled The Choices We Make. How do we navigate this life of discipleship based off of um, making decisions rooted in our identity in Christ and the mission God gives us? But the reality is, there are so many uh, filters or frameworks that we could use in our life to make choices. And uh, we see that here, even in uh, your sermon this last week, um, the opening lesson that we have every Lenten season is Jesus out in the wilderness where he's tempted for 40 days. And uh, you did a good job of highlighting, I felt, how Jesus um, had those temptations of appetite, ambition, and approval. And he resisted those temptations by choosing to remember his identity in God through his baptism and then the mission that God had given him. So you know that's sort of the overall theme, right, for where we're headed—the uh, choices we make.
1: Yeah, you know one of the things I love about doing these podcasts, Lauren, is that uh, we can hear each other and see if we actually were paying attention to each other's sermons the week before. It—it's been—it's been, it's been mm-hmm. rather edifying, hasn't it? To, you know, hear that's right. That,
0: you know. Well, I was paying attention, but my daughter wasn't.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you know,
0: she was sitting right next to <laughs> us, and. Uh, she said, she leaned over to me while you were still preaching and said, dad, this is the longest sermon ever. <laughs> <laughs> and I was thinking it's not, it's not that long, but <laughs> I, uh, I
1: earned every single one of those comments ever made because I said it to my own father far too many times as a child. So yeah. uh,
0: That's right. But you know, this year, Jonathan, you've been the master architect of the journey. And so t- tell us a little bit more you know I'm I'm curious too even before you dig into the details of how to do the journey and the structure um what was sort of stirring in you to to lead you to to the theme that that we've developed what what inspired you
1: I think part of it is this whole pandemic experience that we've had and I think everyone is looking around it it really plays into our our theme for the year right choose love choose peace and recognizing that we're all kind of looking at our our lives in a new way uh, coming out of this time of pandemic, which highlights the fact that we have choices to make about how we spend our time and how we invest our energies. Mm. And it's been fascinating, even in the first week of the discussion that we had on Sunday morning, hearing some mm. folks reflecting on that in their own lives and uh, really looking at their lives differently now uh, after after this time of pandemic. So, that was a big piece of it to say, you know, we do have choices and uh, it's certainly an empowerment thing that I think we also felt really trapped at times by the pandemic and the realities of, of living in uh, this time where there were all kinds of restrictions on our lives and so forth. Uh, so to remind ourselves, we have choices um, yeah. and-
0: uh, I think it strikes me because <clears throat> we've been living in a world where for the last few years, couple of years, We've felt the full weight and effect of how our lives have been impacted by an external force, the pandemic, a virus, uh, shutdowns, lockdowns, canceled plans, the inability to travel. We've been told by a lot of people um, that we're not able to do things. And it's been out of our control. And, and, um, and I think, you know, we, we could throw our hands up and say, well, everything's out of our control, but it's not in life. Sometimes things are out of our control, like a pandemic but but, I think it's the right time for us to be thinking about what is within our control, what are the choices that we can make, and how do we make them intentionally um in light of god's choice to to shower us with love and grace and forgiveness um,
1: yeah we uh we think about these all these choices that we have and one of the things that uh, we're, one of the constructs we're using in the journey is the the use of conventional wisdom and thinking mm-hmm. about some of the proverbs that we have culturally that that we tend to accept. And I I think it goes again in with this idea that we're being swept along mm-hmm. uh, in our lives by these forces, and we don't always have choices. Um, but part one of the one of those forces that's moving along is this idea that there's there's a certain set of wisdom that's out there in our world that's, that's right and, or within our culture, and that's we have to do things in a particular way. And in the suburbs, I think sometimes we really get wrapped up in that and that uh, there are expectations that our neighbors have about who we are and what we do, and it's one of the things I think a lot of us have always appreciated by some, about some of our older friends. Um, when you get to that stage in life where you're like, hey, I'm doing my thing. Um, right. and feel uncomfortable in your own skin to do that. And recognizing, again, that you've got choices. You don't have to always fit that standard narrative. So we're taking some kind of proverbs, putting them against each other for this uh, series. And, and so this first week, we are using just one as an example one, but it's a, it's a fun one. The, the idea of the early bird gets the worm, which, again, is something that we take as wisdom. Right. But at the same time, we also um, say better late than never. And yeah. in essence, those are in opposition, um, really. When you think about what that what that means, so one of the questions we ask then is, you know, for you, which one of those proverbs is uh, kind of the one that you would live by more, that 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 represents you more?
0: Well, I mean, this is pretty clear, Jonathan.
1: I, I yes, mean, it is. <laughs> I think on this side
0: of the microphone, it's clearly the early bird gets the worm, and on your side of the microphone, thank goodness that better late than never is out there, right? (laughs) I mean, they're... they're, I'm
1: counting on it, Lauren. They're...
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that might be... You know, do you guys have a family crest? Like, you know, like a a plaque in the home for the Eilerts? Because in Latin, it probably says better late than never, (laughs) right?
1: You know, the fascinating thing is it's true for Suzanne, it's true for me. uh, But, you know, her parents, her mom was particularly going to be a half hour early for everything. Yeah. And listening to my parents uh, reacting to it in the, the class this week, my dad was talking about how, how much he likes to be ahead of time and be there before things are happening and you know, that that's important to him too. So it's it's kind of interesting. I don't know, maybe it was a rebellion thing with Suzanne and me. But, yeah, I uh, wonder
0: if it's nature or if it's nurture or if it's some of both. Yeah. You know? But yeah, but both of those could be true in different contexts, Right. Right. You know, um, the early bird gets the worm or better late than never.
1: So when, when was a time that you were actually late for something that you were really happy though, that you still went ahead and went, even though you weren't happy about the fact that you were going to be late?
0: Oh man, that's a tough one.
1: Um, hmm. have you ever been late for anything? <laughs> like I've, this-
0: I've probably been late for something, um, but i can't remember when <laughs> i think i have
1: i don't see, know see yeah, i i had lots uh, of examples
0: yeah, yeah when have you been late uh when weren't you late <laughs> yeah i you know um i do have a great example though of the early bird gets the worm yes so a couple of years ago they were opening up a new panera bread oh, yes. in, uh, <laughs> Marymount, I and uh near marymont and 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 you know the, i saw these advertisements and flyers hanging out that said you know the first 100 it was 50 or 100 I forget customers get free Panera for a year and I was so excited about it and I thought I thought well maybe I'll camp out it was February it was this time of year um and um and so you know I was talking to Becca about it maybe I'll go maybe I'll see maybe I'll wake up really early well I went to the grocery store which is right across from where they were building the Panera, and. and I in the evening and I saw, you know, one couple with a tent, they put a tent out and I'm like, oh man, it's going to, it's, it's starting. So I went home and I said to Becca, hey, I could win free Panera for a year if I camp out and, and I'm there early. And I, she's like, do it, go ahead, do it. Really? You don't care if I do she this? She wants to get you out of the house yeah, that bad. Exactly. And um, so I take a sleeping bag and an old army mat and I go down there and um, I'm the second in line. And um, and I'm talking to all these people, and all night long, other people were showing up, and you know, then the, the crew of us that spent the night was probably about seventy-five or so people there. And then early in the morning hours before it opens, even more people are there, and there's a line around the corner and all the way down. I had the best time that night. I met so many neighbors and people that I, when I still see them, we give each other the nod, you know, like the wave, like you know, Panera Panera days. Well, I was the second one in line. But when you come in, you know, there are multiple cash registers. And so I went up, um, I went up and I was the very first order ever, ticket number one at that Panera location. There's a great deal of pride in that for me. <laughs> uh, but also, I got my free Panera for a year. And um, so, you know, early bird gets the worm. I got it. It wasn't as rewarding as I thought it would be. It was actually a piece of paper with little, you know, you got, Twelve free you pick twos, oh, yeah. so you got one a month.
1: Yeah. I'm like, that is that, that
0: is thing, hardly yeah. Panera for a year. <laughs> I thought I would get a card that anytime I went in, I could have Panera. Uh, and um you know, the funny thing about that story is, I think I used one of the twelve. Oh my gosh! Really? I know. Yeah, it just sat. It sat near our junk pile. You wow. know, and I. So, but, but but the early bird did still get the worm because the worm in that situation was actually the night of fun and memory. Yeah. 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 But there were people who were late and uh they didn't get the free Panera.
1: Yeah. I you know, one of my better late than never stories, and you'll remember this one too. Uh I'm certainly late for my early time for, for worship on a on a regular basis when I would want to be here to you know ahead of time. But I've only really been late for worship once. Yeah. <laughs> and that was that was not a not a pleasant experience. I yeah. accidentally fell asleep, but you know, Better late than never, because the service uh, wouldn't have been happening if I didn't right. uh, roll on over here quickly, and thank goodness I live really close. Well,
0: I like the better late than ne- So which one of those, the early bird gets the worm or better late than never, do you think more closely aligns with our theology?
1: Yeah, and this was one, again, we use. I tried to use it because I think it less aligns with the theological stuff than the ones right. we'll use in future weeks do. you know Culturally, I think definitely— the early bird gets the worm is what our culture would, would prioritize, but that's even fascinating. On Sunday morning, people were talking about the difference between here in the United States, the difference between northern culture and southern culture, and then we were talking about the difference uh, in, in different yeah. you know, ethnic cultures around the world globally. You know, I recall the time in Africa showing up about two hours late to a village Um, And we were all, we're all, you know, folks from the Midwest. We were all worried about it, feeling terrible. And it wasn't like we were just running late. It was because we'd been delayed at other places where they, you know, were working with different time frames. Um, And uh, two hours late, we show up. We don't expect anyone to even be there. We're like, well, maybe, maybe we'll catch a few people. But instead, they're all sitting out underneath this tree, singing songs, greeting us warmly when we got there as if, nothing was wrong, nothing had happened, and we said, you yeah. know, here, if you're 15 minutes late for a class, you know, you leave. That's that's the rule. Um, you got a 15-minute right. window, and that, that's about it. So uh, definitely in different cultures, they look at that that idea very differently, too.
0: Right. Yeah, definitely. I
1: don't know. Do you think there's a theological I don't know. Preference? I think it
0: depends on the context always, you know, because I'm sure that we could think of a story in Scripture—nothing n- comes to, to the top of my mind right now about the better—or late or, the early bird gets the worm being, you know, the, the value. But I think better late than never. I think it, I think it, um, it resonates more with our theology of, of um, you know, it's never too late for, you, you're, you're not too old. It's never too late in your life uh, to turn a new leaf for God's grace, for a new beginning, for God to do a new thing in your life. Um, So even though our culture sort of prioritizes here in North America, you know, the early bird gets the worm, which I think puts the um, it puts the stress on on us, our human action. Right. I better be early. I better do my homework. I better get it in on time because that's the only way I'm going to get the worm to God's God's ability to give the worm to anyone right? The, the the parable Jesus tells of the laborers in the vineyard, and the owner pays everyone equally, even the one who showed up late. Um, better late than never, because it's God's
1: generosity.
0: And so, yeah, I think, I think better late than never is more mm-hmm. probably where, yeah. theologically at least.
1: Yeah. I th- you know, I think the early bird gets the worm. It really gets into the idea of respect and love and care for the other, honoring the person right. that you're in relationship with, the uh, to, to honor them to be there on time and so that there's certainly value yeah. that's represented there too but uh, but yeah I think you're right theologically you can make that case more easily for... so this was just an
0: example of the, yeah. the, the the two you know idioms against each other but um, tell us more about the structure for the next four weeks then
1: yeah so we'll be looking at scripture so we'll take uh, we'll have different proverbs for each week and, uh, and we'll be looking at scripture that helps us to dig into why one might be more represented uh, in God's vision than the other. Um, we'll be looking at our own identity and God's mission in the world into which we're invited and mm-hmm. thinking about how we line up with that through that. We we'll also have some movie clips each week, which are kind of fun, where we can see in our in our culture where we see those those values represented and think about what that might mean for us, how we how that translates into the real world. So uh, yeah, I think there are a lot of fun elements to to really make that connection with our daily living and how we are invited to really place ourselves in God's mission in the world and think about about our identity as baptized children of God, equipped right. um, by God for this work. And you know, how do we how do we represent Jesus in this world?
0: Yeah, it sounds like a good Lent, and and that that's our hope is that you know. These, these sermons, these teachings, the offerings that, that we're creating during this time of these study materials or our journey groups, these podcast episodes would be a blessing to you and your Lenten journey um, in, in the walk that you have this season over these 40 days uh, of discerning, how do I make choices? Is, it, is this decision rooted in my identity as a baptized child of God and in the mission God gives me, or is this decision being made out of some other value? that um, might be a good value, but might not be a gospel value. Um, and so we, we hope you'll engage with that every week uh, here at Prince of Peace for uh, in-person worship or online, uh, Wednesday podcast episodes, and then our journey groups. And if you're in the Cincinnati area, you know, you can come and be a part of uh, a journey discussion group Sunday mornings in between our two services, starting at 945 um, or Wednesdays at 10 o'clock. Um, or Wednesday evenings online. So wherever you're located, we'd love for you to j- jump into our uh, Zoom group. And uh, you can find the link at popluther.org journey um, for the ways to, to connect online.
1: There's also other groups that are doing this you know, with their own small group. And you know, thinking about some of these questions, they can be a lot of fun to have at the dinner table with your family too, and make it a, a London practice to have some family mm-hmm. conversation about uh, how you as a family are living into God's mission and what the choices you make on a daily basis as a family, what that looks like.
0: Right. Yeah. So, you know, we, uh, we thank you for listening today and we look forward to um, uh, recording another episode next week. I hope you're on time.
1: <laughs> I will be. I will be. Don't worry. All right. Early bird gets to warm. That's right.
0: Thanks for tuning in to the Prince of Peace podcast. I hope that today's message has brought comfort and inspiration to your life. Have a great rest of the week.